When was the last time you thought about retirement? I know it seems like it's forever from now, and there are plenty of more pressing issues that demand your attention, but there are things that you need to start doing today to ensure that when that glorious retirement day comes, you will be financially ready for it. This is Seven Figures, Smart Money Strategies for Women. I am Sandy Waters. Thank you for all the love, for listening each week, subscribing and telling a friend. And thank you to our sponsors, Family First Credit Union, who are big supporters of financial education. So let's talk retirement, no matter how far in the future it is for you. How can you maximize your interests and talents in retirement? We cash in with Erica Cummings, VP at Morgan Stanley and the creator of the Women Wealth and Empowerment Series. Thank you for joining us again. Thank you for having me again. Giving us financial nuggets that we can walk away with and put into action and think, okay, thank you, Erica. I feel a little bit better about my financial future. That is the goal. Okay. So let's first, before we talk about maximizing your talent in retirement, when you hear the word retirement, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm so, it's so far away. I don't have to worry about it. Or you hear retirement and you think 401k and social security and you don't really understand it. Can we... Just break down some of the retirement basics. Like when can you touch your 401k and how is the payout for Social Security determined? Sure. When it comes to retirement, the biggest piece of advice that I can give any Mm. person that's contemplating it or preparing for it, which you basically start preparing for it from the time you start working. Do you see everybody doing that? No. The one of the biggest statements that I hear from clients that come in when they're in their 50s and 60s is I wish I had came to see you sooner Mm. because you cannot go back in time and understanding how money works for you compounding. The best thing that any person could do is start as early as possible. Even the smallest percentage that you can allocate out of your paycheck towards long-term savings. And it's difficult because it's gratification now versus gratification for some when you're in your 20s a long way off. And it's really hard to focus, especially when you're getting out of college and you have huge loans to pay off and you're just trying to get on your feet to even think about saving for 20, 30, 40 years down the road. you think, okay, so maybe I'll do it next year because I'll be in a different position next year. I'll pay off. Yeah. Yeah. So you keep pushing it off year to year to year. One of the biggest problems is procrastination because there's always going, and we do this all the time, whether we were in college and it was a paper that was due or whatever it might be. I haven't haven't gone school shopping for my kids yet. Um, So when it comes to any type of what I would say is not instant gratification yeah. type events, you tend to procrastinate. but And there's always going to be an excuse. And it could be something short term or longer term. But you really have to think about what the old retirement looks like versus what we're going to be facing. Mm-hmm. And I'm in my 40s. And I know that my retirement's going to look very different from my parents. And I can only imagine what my kids will look like. Yeah. There are traditional savings programs that used to be in place and very common like pensions that are slowly fading away. And the majority of us are going to be heavily 
reliant upon the savings that we have accumulated for ourselves. planning that we've done when we were younger. Exactly. But a lot of this, I feel like we procrastinate it because it's unfamiliar. We don't understand it. Everybody tells us, like if you were to ask, okay, when can you touch your 401k? Yes. I'm sure somebody along the way told you. Yes. Do you remember? No. Because do you need to know that right this second? No. Right. So can we go over those answers? Yeah. So there's really two main ages that really affect when you can touch your 401k plan. So remember, 401k plans are employee sponsored or employer sponsored plans versus a traditional IRA, which is your own retirement savings. Mm-hmm. So if you're working for a company and you have a 401k, you if you retire in the year that you're turning age 55, you can access those funds. That is one of the caveats to having a 401k over an IRA. Most people think 59 and a half. But when it comes to a 401k, if you are still at that employer and it's their 401k and you retire in the year that you turn 55 or older, then you can access the 401k itself. All the funds, not just contributions, all of it. All of it. Okay. Now, having said that, there's always the chance that your company has uh, a certain period of time that their company match would not be accessible to you at that point. But typically in retirement, when you are, when you're retiring, not let's say leaving and moving to another position, uh, usually your funds are available to you. Okay. 59 and a half is the magic number for almost every retirement account. So whether it be an IRA, 401k, 403b, there's thrift savings plans, depending on, on where you work. Those assets are all available to you when you turn 59 and a half. So at that point, if you've separated service, you can access your 401k without penalty. There are if you're still working, you can access it it, depending on the company that you work for. Typically, you have to check with your company to see if you can access funds prior to you separating service. Some companies allow you to access those funds early. Some don't. So it really depends on your situation. But if you've separated service, so you've somewhat, let's say, retired, you can access those funds at that point. 59 and a half is, is really a magic age for most plans. Okay. And now Social Security. Mm-hmm. Um, there is a drawback to retiring early just when it comes to the Social Security, right? Because don't they base it on, what is it again? What's the number of years? So it's your best 35 years of work. Or your best years of work. So every time that you have a full year and reported to the IRS your income, that becomes one year of basis towards what your Social Security will eventually be. So typically, when people retire, it's their highest earning years towards the end of their career. And every time that we have a higher earning year, we can tick off, let's say, the the job we had when we were 15 or 16 working Uh, at McDonald's. And what you're trying to do is create just a larger base for your social security to um, be calculated on. If you retire really early, then there is a chance that it could affect the number that's on that statement or when you go to the website, because it is assuming the calculation is assuming that whatever you're making at 55 that you are going to continue to make that amount until your full retirement age. So it will not be 
ticking off those early years when you weren't making as much. And you might even have some zeros, depending on when you started your first job. Exactly. So it, it every situation is different. Mm-hmm. And how much it's going to affect your actual outcome is different. For some, it's it's negligible. For others, it's it could be a little bit more significant. So you want to be just careful. What it really boils down to is is planning. All of these questions are completely different depending on your situation. Uh, yeah, and you know every single person has a different situation. Every person has a different level of savings. They have different levels of needs. They have different fixed and variable expenses. If you go into retirement with a mortgage, that puts you in a different situation than somebody who doesn't. Well, that's true. Plus, everybody has a different idea of what retirement looks like. Exactly. Your retirement can be just sitting on your back patio. Yes. And others, they, they and this is most people nowadays. <laughs> yeah. My experience is when people retire, if they're in really good health and they've enjoyed a long work career and they want to enjoy these in their minds next, you know, 10 or 15 years of being healthy and able to go and do the things that we would only do on the weekends or the few weeks of vacation we got, it's expensive. And so Mm -hmm. those first 10 years of retirement, we typically see people checking off their bucket lists. And those are generally more expensive items. If you're a golfer, you used to only be able to golf on Saturdays. Well, technically you can golf every day, not a cheap sport. So you really want to make sure that you are planning for a life that is fulfilling. We don't sit on the porch anymore because we're living until we're 80s, 90s. This is one of the biggest decisions you will ever make in your entire life. You do not want to put less planning into your retirement than you do for a vacation. And a lot of people do that. They put more time into planning a vacation than they do their actual retirement. Almost 50% of the population walks out of work and doesn't think about whether they can afford it. It's scary. You will be successful if you have a plan. It may not be the exact outcome that you wanted at the time. So you meet with a planner, you have expectations, and maybe... The answer is that you have to work a year or two longer or you have to look at your budget or there's certain things that you're not going to be able to do. People want to buy a second home or they want to have a timeshare. You may not be able to have everything you want, but I can promise you after 17 plus years of doing this that it is far harder to end up in your 80s running out of money than it is to delay that gratification going into retirement. And the only way to avoid that is with a reliable plan that you can feel secure about moving towards what is this huge step. And that's is your first question for all your clients. Think of your goal. What's the goal in retirement? Absolutely. What do you want? What what do you foresee your life looking like? So there's two ways that we look at retirement. There's obviously the financial and it's scary and it's daunting we yeah, break that's it. the part I, yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to run out of money or not. Yes, yes. And there is ways of, of making sure that we plan in a conservative manner. Nothing's guaranteed in life. I have no idea if a meteor is going to hit us next week. But there's some pretty sophisticated software that's out there that allows us to give you a comfortable plan that you can pr- feel safe that if you're following it, not deviating from it, not spending more than you said you were going to spend, uh, that you can you can be pretty secure in retirement. 
The financial part is easy. It's the emotional part that is difficult to navigate. So people are scared to leave or people don't know what they're going to be doing during that time when they're retired for all those years. It's it's daunting and it's overwhelming. And is it it's, because you don't feel like you have a purpose anymore? I think, you know, because yes. you wake, what do we complain about how busy our life yes. is and how much work takes up yes. our day. Yeah. But then if you have so many days off, what, what happens at the end? You're like, oh God, I feel like I've done nothing today. Yeah. Is that what you get from a lot of your clients? Believe it or not, it's the opposite. Oh. For most of my clients that have put the time in to really think about how they want to spend their, what I consider to be this unbelievable independence. It's your second half of life in which oh, you geez, don't answer wait. to anybody. <laughs> I cannot wait. But okay. Generally speaking, your kids are on your own. Yeah. On their own, you maybe have grandchildren at this point. It's fun. You don't have to answer to a boss anymore. You are able to create the life you you want as long as you do the planning in the proper way. But when you're heading towards retirement, the emotional component is, am I going to be able to transition and not be scared? So am I making the right choice? Mm-hmm. That's it's, it's the leap itself. It's, and the more preparation you have, the better you feel. And then making the time to really figure out how you're going to spend your days. I tell people all the time, it's Tuesday, it's 9 a.m. What are you doing that day? This is every day going forward. Yeah. So you really want to think about how am I going to spend my second half of life? Without a doubt, there's a direct correlation between your health, emotional and physical health, and the amount of activity and and day-to-day functioning you do. So we know that if you sit around yeah. all day and you don't take care of yourself, you're you're probably going to end up being less healthy than somebody who's active. It doesn't change in retirement. So you have to be challenging yourself both mentally and physically in order to make sure that you have an enjoyable 20, 30 years. You've worked hard. You should be looking at this as that second half of life where I get to do the things I want to do. Someone once said, I can't remember where, who said it, but they were like, now currently in your position when you're in the middle of you know um the career that you love find something a side hobby and really just kind of develop that passion to a point where when you are ready to retire that passion will be so easy to either make it profitable have it start earning you some kind of money in retirement or at least joy or purpose yeah I think that's great. It's a wonderful notion. I think it depends on what you have going on in your day-to-day life. Well, that's so true. It I was think, a man who said it. So maybe, yeah. no. <laughs> I don't know if you had kids or not. But. Yeah. Well, I think we both can agree given where we are right now. Yeah. Raising children in the middle of those years where you're carting them around to all the different sports events and you're stressed out over making sure they're doing well in school and you're working and you have other responsibilities, your parents, There are certain times that it'd be really nice to have this elaborate plan and, you know, be able to dedicate time to the things that are important to us outside of our day to day responsibilities. But it's just hard. Yeah. Uh, Maybe as you get into your 50s and the responsibilities that you have at home become less and less and you're able to really start to focus inward. That's when you can start to say, okay, what what do I want to have as my 
legacy, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. What mark do I want to leave? What meaningful way can I take the talents that I have and the resources that I have to make a difference or to give back in some way? And there's no definitive time that that would be, you know, make sense. Some people have the ability to do it in their 40s. Some people have to wait until they're in their 50s and 60s. But I really do think that that is one of the critical things, and especially women are really in tune with this. You are defined during your busy working years, especially if you're a parent, by all of the things that you're trying to juggle. And work is a huge part of our day. And when it's all done, you have to really figure out what you're going to do. And I just found in my experience that the people that take the time to really focus on what they're passionate about, how they can take the talents that they have had through all of their career, the resources that they have in terms of time and the ability to perhaps teach or give back to younger people, mm-hmm. that they are more fulfilled because they they know how to fill those days. They know what their purpose is going forward in life. And it really takes some time. It's not something you wake up one morning and just say, oh, I know what it is now. And now I can go forth. Did you say it's harder for men or women to do this? I think it's harder for men to do it. Really? Well, I always make this joke. When was the last time you saw a man put together a vision board or journal or, you know, sit around and talk about their purpose and their passion? It's not a negative. It's just not generally in men's nature to focus that that far inward. You know, it's so funny that you say that because I had a conversation with my daughter. What were we talking about? Uh, Soccer or something. She had tryouts. And I'm like, okay, just see it. Do you love soccer? Just visualize you on the field, you, the ball, the goal. What is happening? Like, just be in the moment when you're on the field. And my husband's like, what the heck kind of nonsense are you telling her? Just tell her to hit the plate. Yeah. <laughs> like, Run after, kick, down. kick the ball. This is how women talk. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's very different. And and again, these are all general statements. Yes, we can always course. find exceptions to the rule. But all said and done, most women are more introspective. They're more um, reflective. And it helps when you're trying to figure out if there is a passion, if there is a talent, if there is a purpose yeah. that you would like to see fulfilled. That you yourself, because it's those outside noises I think we yes. listen too much to. Yes. And that's what I was trying to tell her. Like, don't worry about the outside yes. noises. Just yes. you focus on what is good for you. Exactly. And th- and that's part of really when, when you're honing in on finding your purpose, your passion. And it's not that men don't. They just yeah. don't go about it the same way we do. Or they won't say it like Yeah, I mean you it. have you have men that are incredibly <laughs> talented and then they're able to turn that into something where my father-in-law for example, he is extremely amazing at refinishing old furniture. He just has a knack for it. Do I think he sat with a vision board and a journal to determine that this was something that he would do during retirement in order to keep himself busy? No. <laughs> However, Ask the him. see what his yeah, answer exactly. is. <laughs> but the outcome is still the same. Yeah. He's found something that he is really good at, he's passionate about, 
And it's something that he can do to fill his time. It keeps him engaged. It keeps he's, his mind. Exactly. Working, yeah. And so I think that ultimately the end game is the same for both men and women. It's just how we get there and perhaps the way that we focus our talents. Men might be more in a, in a physical way or perhaps trying to mirror what they do, have done during their work life, uh, yeah. where with women, oftentimes we feel a desire to give back in some way. Mm. And with women, it's really digging deep into what is going to give us that gratification. What are we going to go to bed at night saying, wow, I feel like I made a difference. And that's where it takes some time thinking about what what you'd like to do and how you'd like to make an impact. I have a client that became a Reiki master and she has a small business that she does Reiki and never in a million years did she think she worked at Kodak. Was she going to transition from that to that? And so, yes, I have another client who retired. She worked at Mary Cariola, dedicated her life to these wonderful children Mm -hmm. Started to travel and went to Disney. And before you know it, she is one of the top travel agents for oh, Disney. Really? and Sav- Yeah, <gasps> she loves it. She's in her 70s. She cannot pull herself away. Is she one of those? Because when I call Disney, they always have a magical day. Yeah. I'm like, oh, my God, just you even saying that puts me in a good mood. She's just she's very um, pragmatic about it. Yeah. She understands family's needs. She understands. It's wonderful because uh, she's yeah. told me situations where families are down there and all of a sudden they go, oh my gosh, we never planned for dinner tonight. And she's the person you call and she can make arrangements. She knows the contacts. Oh, but one of the ancillary perks that she gets is because she's done so well is they'll call her up and say, hey, you want to go to Ireland? We oh, need no to check out this particular location. <gasps> we need a review. So she's managed to parlay this into a business, but also she gets to travel. So there are ways that, and the whole point is that now that second career or that second Mm -hmm. income is no longer about, I have to pay the bills. I need this job, whether I like it or not. I have to sometimes go to work every day, hating what I'm doing because I have all this responsibility to now where it becomes more of an enjoyment and you can there's something to be said, although I don't know what it's like. There's something to be said from people who have done it that walk into work every day knowing I don't have to be here. Yeah. And that just that levity alone makes the job more enjoyable. In addition to all the work that you do at Morgan Stanley, you also host uh, a Women Wealth and Empowerment series. Is there yes. another one coming up soon that we can put in our calendar? We are finalizing our calendar for the end of the year, and okay. then we're actually going to have dates for all of next year. So oh, awesome. the next time we meet up, we'll be able to have uh, okay. workshop dates for you for sure. And then we can go to your website, Morgan yes. Stanley website. Yep. All the see. information okay. is on there, too. Thank you. Thank you. Always a wealth of knowledge. Erica Cummings, CFP Vice President at Morgan Stanley, also the creator of the Women, Wealth, and Empowerment series. Next week on the Seven Figures Podcast, one of the most fun conversations. These women are hysterical and they love talking money. Norma Holland from 13 Wham! And Andrea Holland, her sister, owner of her own business, Andrea Holland Communications. We candidly talk about money lessons that we've learned from our parents and money rules that we live by today. How to be a successful, confident woman next week on Seven Figures. Thank you so much for listening every week, subscribing and telling a friend about the podcast. You have an awesome weekend. I'll talk to you next week. 